WZZP, Hopkinsville, Clarksville, and Fort Campbell. It's time we lock the suit up and let Samantha Knight play whatever she wants. From the Carolinas to this side of the Mississippi, it's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. Everything that rocks. Pause. I want you to pray to your God. I want you to pray that he comes and saves you. I want lightning to come down and crash upon my picket head. Louder! Ah, bless the bunnies. Bless the little birds. Bless I don't bird. feel anything. Ah, bless the springtime morning. Oh, 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 I feel it. Oh, great God Almighty, I repent, I repent! Oh, I feel the love of the God, God, God Almighty. Oh, the Holy Spirit is in my body. I am the devil. And I am here to do the devil's work. Region on Z97.5. That is a heavy as hell way to get this show started tonight. Brand new stuff. Gray Mane is the band out of Jackson, Tennessee, and Hardvor is the tune. Now, members of Gray Mane, you will remember from Dream at Midnight. Looking forward to getting the gentlemen in here and sitting down for a chat, which should happen by uh, April 12th, as they will be in town to have a show with Artifice. Now, before I talk about Artifice, let me give you a preview of what's coming up tonight. Finally, getting the chance to sit down with I Am The Law. So we're going to talk with those gentlemen tonight. Plus, you're going to hear from the pleading. Got some big news for Iron Glide fans. Head trauma. We got some news on them. And I have a brand new song from Lights of Marfa to bring you tonight. Night as well. Now, Gray Main, as I mentioned, will be in town at the warehouse on April the 12th, opening up for Artifice, who as of Friday afternoon was filming a video for a brand new song. 
Sadly, I do not have my hands on this song yet, but as soon as they get authorized to release it to me, I will have it and will be able to play it for you. So in the meantime, we will do a throwback track, the title to their last album, Inhuman. It is Artifice on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. Samantha Knight on C-97.5. Everything that rocks.
rock around the region on Z97.5 out of Nashville, Tennessee, Taco Mouth, the White House. Brand new tune for you. The band have some Texas dates coming up March 12th and 15th, and then it looks like March 22nd, they'll be back in Nashville at the Lipstick Lounge. Go check them out if you have not done so as of yet. I am Samantha Knight, Saliva, making their return as a full band. The last few times, it's been a Saliva Unplugged. This time, the whole band is coming back and plugging in together on April 7th at the Warehouse. I have to play this one because I freaking love it, and it's really not available on an album anywhere. It was just a one-off single that they released. Their cover of Eminem's Lose Yourself. It is Saliva on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. Discovering the best of the Southeast region without the 
fear of banjos. Eats rock around the region with Samantha Knight on Z97.5. Everything that rocks. Region on Z97.5 out of Chattanooga, Tennessee. That is Emerge and Watch Me Bleed. Brand new song from the band's forthcoming album. They actually stopped by the studios last week. We sat down for a very long talk as we've got a lot of things to catch up on, including a full-length brand new album. My conversation with Emerge coming to rock around the region here in the next couple of weeks. This week, finally getting to sit down with I Am The Law. Um, I gotta say beyond thrilled because I've been trying for... Oh my God, at least a year, I think, to yeah. get I Am The Law in my studio. And yay, they're here! <laughs> Woo! Woo! So Dude, welcome, maybe. everybody. Of course, we've got uh, Brandon, Brian, Chris, and Nick. Yes. Yes? Yes. I cheated. <laughs> <laughs> 
I told you, you can't throw like I, I'm I'm horrible with names. Like I remember faces all day long. Terrible with names. So that's what Facebook is for. So I can cheat just a little bit. So you guys coming out of Nashville, Tennessee, that is home. But if I remember correctly, there was a problem of getting you guys here before because there was a couple of you that lived further away from Nashville. Is that right? Well, yeah. So we, we all live actually in four different areas. Um, oh, OK. Chris is technically the closest one in Dixon. I'm in Spring Hill. OK. So that's kind of like suburbish. Yeah, of- it's like it's like 45 minutes south of Nashville. Oh, OK. And that's then, a little more than then, suburbish. Then Brian is all the way over yeah. there uh, with the uh, Amish and Etheridge. Yeah. What? Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm right outside of Lawrenceburg, which is almost Alabama. So Wow. I've never even heard of Lawrenceburg. So there's that going on there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> apparently, I don't get out enough or at least I don't go that direction. So uh, how do you guys make this work then? I mean, like when you're we drive a lot. Yeah. How do you even do practice? If so, you're, I mean, especially with you, Nick, you, when you're when you're that far away, how do you like hook up with the rest of these guys to make practice happen? Just yeah, you just have to do a lot of driving. I, I, so we, I drive we practice like, in Dixon at Chris's house. Are so you kind of the happy medium? I always point? have been since the beginning because we did start off in Hermitage, like in Nashville. Okay. Um, but when I moved to Dixon, when I opened up a tattoo studio, that's when we kind of all split and everybody went to different parts. And so I've always had kind of the space for it all, I guess you could space. say. Yeah. The space. I'm the guy without kids kind of thing. So. <laughs> that's why they keep you around, you know. Oh, I'm absolutely. kidding. I'm totally kidding. So let's back up then to the beginning of this outfit and, and how you all came together. Did you Were you guys in different bands that played the same stage at the same time, you know, shared shows together or whatever, or like how did you guys well, meet each other and decide me, to form I Am The Law? Me and Nick have always played. We're brothers, and we've played in and out of bands since we were young. So, I mean, okay. naturally that. But um, I used to work at Gibson in Nashville. Okay. And he worked at Creation Audio Labs. And through a mutual friend that, you know, came and worked for Gibson from Creation Audio Labs, he asked me, he's like, Chris, you play drums? I was like, yeah. He's like, Wait, my friend Brandon, he wants to start a southern metal band. And I was like, screw it. I ain't got nothing going on. <laughs> and that's kind of how it started. Really? Just, I, had, I mean, you know, he, he was aware, and he let me know that this is his idea of what he wanted and you know it was a very like hey I have a dream I want to go for will right. you help me support it and I was like yeah, sure I got nothing better to do it's Tuesday let's go me and Brian <laughs> were in a punk hardcore band called On Shoulders of Giants before oh, nice. all that so that's, that's a cool name too that, that's how we met each other uh, via Craigslist I love when I hear good stories from Craigslist I hate Craigslist <laughs> I think Craigslist is evil but every once in a while you know something good comes of Craigslist and this is obviously right here yeah, yeah, yeah. with this outfit I gotta ask then who is the Judge Dread fan? Uh, that was my idea, actually. So okay. it was Judge Dredd. Uh, most people will also give the Anthrax reference. Well, they took it from yeah, Judge they, Dredd they because Charlie is a Dredd. huge yeah. comic fan. Yeah, so I, I loved that movie, and I, I even like the Do you the think remake. Sylvester Stallone did it justice? A lot of people kind of beat up on him I for mean, his performance. It's Sylvester Stallone. He, he does his own thing yeah. and everything. I mean, it's him. I think that's <laughs> what makes it so glorious. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I actually yeah. have a copy of it sitting in my studio next door right now. Nice. Uh, I had a friend of mine, uh, I don't know, it's probably it's been sitting there for like six months. I keep forgetting to take it home. But he's like, "You're having a rough day," so I thought maybe you know this would cheer you up. It was like you know, a listener that like dropped it off. I'm like, yeah, yeah. "Judge Dredd on Blu-ray." Like, I don't even remember the last time I watched this movie, but awesome. So I'm looking forward to see what kind of extras are on it. Oh yeah, it's worth before it. before you came up with "I Am the Law," what else did you toss around? Ooh, that I don't remember actually. I can't think of anything. Yeah, I think it I th- was just like that was the one idea you were like, "That's what we're calling." No, you wanted to call it snakes. Snake eyes or something? It was something oh. lame. Something completely <laughs> lame. <laughs> He was like, let's call it Snake Eyes. I was yeah. like, that's the lamest thing I think I've ever that's heard in my cheesy. life. Okay, I, I, I remember that, and I did get made fun of that. So I was like, well, what about I'm Law? And they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, it's good. <laughs> See, now I would think when I, when I hear uh, uh, the name of Snake Eyes, I would imagine like one of the 80s hair bands. Like that would yeah, fit. Yeah, yeah. That style. Like Cinderella. Metal but, you know, some barrels. I Am The Law is way more metal, and it definitely yeah. covers what you guys do a little bit better, I think. So yes. how long have you guys been? together that is this outfit four, four years, years? Roughly, no lineup changes. Like this is this is it? Uh, no, no. I mean, Wait. technically, this is the the solid lineup. Okay. I mean, we've had uh, a friend named Jay Sean who played bass for us originally for like maybe like what a few months. Yeah, and then he uh, moved to New York. Actually, oh wow, yeah. um, he was my boss at Gibson. So you know, he was a phenomenal. So he, you know, he, he never got to play any shows with so. us, but he did help write uh, Silver Tongues and a couple other little riffs. Awesome. Well, we're gonna come back to song ty- the, the songs here in just a second. I want to know 
because is this your first time here? We have to do the whole get to know you session yeah, and your backgrounds absolutely. and everything. So I'm actually going to start over here with you. And the same question is going to apply to everyone. We're going to go around the room here is I want to know what it is that you grew up listening to in your homes. What is it that made you decide to pick up an instrument and, um, you know, what bands influence you personally? You know, as much as I would love to say my biggest influence is, of course, stuff like Chris Adler. I, I constantly want to borrow his, you know, drum patterns and feels a lot. Um, but really what truly did it was me and Nick, we went to a Metallica and Godsmack concert and, uh, it was my first metal concert, you know, and it was Shannon Larkin and Solierna doing a drum solo. So this was like 15 years ago. Cause I remember that tour Metallica and Godsmack. Maybe. Does that sound right, about right? Like yeah. about 15 years yeah. ago? Yeah. I think okay. so. Mm-hmm. You know, and we went there and that was like the first mega arena metal show. Yeah. And then, you know, at, at that point, I think I was like 13. I was in love and, uh, worked for my local drum lessons or the local music shop had drum lessons and I, you know, couldn't afford it. So I just worked there and kind of provided. And got drum lessons in return. Yeah, she paid for them. That's awesome. I got to thank Mary's Music for that one. So. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Cool. So what did you guys grow up? I guess you guys can answer here at the same time then, Nick, because um, growing up in the same household, so we met around there so you, yeah, yeah, I can yeah, hear yeah. you. What about you? Is it the Godsmack Metallica thing for you? Our uh, step or our stepdad at the time was also into music, and he kind of um, gave us um, lessons us, here and there. He yeah. taught mm-hmm. me rudiments of drums and stuff. Taught him, you yeah, know, chords I, on guitar. I actually started uh, on guitar actually, and um, I remember he showed me the E, A, and D chord, and I learned it in five minutes. And I just thought it was like the coolest thing ever, and I just kind of <laughs> the only three chords you need, right? Yeah. Well, the <laughs> if power you're chord, punk rock, sure. The power chord, really, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, picked up and I would, I would just sit in my room and play for like six hours a day. Oh, wow. So I just fell in love with it. So, so. what kind of music was in your house when you guys were kids? What uh, did your parents listen to? Da- yeah. Dad, he, we were born in Texas and he loved like the Texas, uh, blues, you mm-hmm. know, Archangels and Jay Giles, you too. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Stevie Ray Vaughan, of course, just all the you know, just native blues. He, mm-hmm. That's what he loves. So we grew up on that. And Nick, he was the one who actually got me more into heavier stuff when we were kids because he yeah. had a Slipknot album. And I was like, uh, isn't that bad? You know, jeez, uh, Rick. Jeez, <laughs> 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 oh, I don't know about this. And it, from there, I fell in love. I was like, this is so much better, you know. And then, of course, going to the metal show. And it was just, that was it. So did you guys discover something heavy like Slipknot before you hit this concert with Metallica and Godsmack? No, he uh- I think he did, but I went in his room and went through his CDs because I was still like, you know, Creed, Nickelback, you know, like Butt Rock Central, which I love it. I, you know, I, I, I love it. And hey, I got hey, to meet a lot of these guys know, when I, I worked at Gibson, so I got to say they're the, cool dudes. The but. battle, the battle rages on, especially all over social media. And you know what? People can say whatever it is they want about Nickelback, but there's one thing you he cannot deny is they know how to write a hit song. He did love nothing them wrong, or, but make millions happy. Right? He did love nothing them or wrong. Hate them. I support They know Chad. how to write hit songs. I support I think him. where the bitterness came in is the fact that they were on Roadrunner, which is Slipknot's label, and everybody went whoa, whoa, whoa. Roadrunner was like. The it's metal a business label. and it needs to make money as well. Right? I mean, you know, you can't fault him for that. But yeah, so Nickelback, <clears throat> welcome out of that. <laughs> but so he kind of made me into the the metalhead that I am today. Is I give it all to Nick. So what was one. in your CD collection that got him away from Nickelback and Creed? Uh, Slipknot Volume 3 was actually the first CD I actually went out and bought my own accord. Nice. And I picked up like Disturbed and Corn, like the stuff that was popular at the time. Yeah. Pervium was another good one. Um, and those guys were really young when they started too. Yeah, they were like 17 when they started. Mm-hmm. Um, Send to I'm trying to think of some other albums. Those, those were the ones I could think of. Oh, Pantera. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We did love, love Pantera growing Pantera, up. Pantera, yeah. Shadows Fall, uh, Lamb of God. Yeah. Wow. It's an interesting, this is why I always ask this question, because there's always somebody that's like way off from somebody else. And not that Nickelback and Slipknot are that far off, but it's still kind of off. You know well, what I mean? Yeah. I'm, like, I'm, I love to see where the where everything pulls together and, yeah. and, and, you know, climbs in the pool together, so to speak. So, all right. We are not done with this Get to Know You session just yet, gentlemen. Still got to learn about uh, Brandon and Brian, see what makes you guys tick and what made you become musicians, and we will get right back to that. First, let's check out the tune, Hymn of the Vulture, I Am the Law, on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
Rock around the region on Z97.5. I am the law. It is him of the vulture chatting with the band right now. We got Chris and Nick's side of the story. So what about you then, Brandon? Let's let's shift over to you <laughs> and see what it is. What did you grow up listening to and what made you decide to become a musician? Early on, my dad listened to a lot of ACDC. So I was a big fan of Angus Young, uh, Slash from Guns N' Roses, mm-hmm. Deep Purple, Ozzy. Was that the first song you learned how to play with Smoke on the Water? Uh, Yes. Yes. The second one was Nirvana. <laughs> so Smoke on the Water is always everybody's first. Yeah, yeah. Whether you play guitar or not. <laughs> Nirvana's always the second too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean I was introduced to that, but then I was also introduced to Metallica very early on. Like the Black album uh-huh. was pretty much the one that really set the bar for me for that. And then the Kill 'em All record and then Master of Puppets and Ride the Lightning. Like those were all big ones. So let me ask you then, did you what did you go from the black album backwards? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that that's the fact. I had the black. The black album. album's up there with that Nickelback conversation because yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of people are like, oh my god, Metallica sold it. No, people just finally got clued in. Yeah, yeah. So I had I had the black album on cassette, and I, I listened to that for a while. And then um, my mom had a, a boyfriend who was this long haired biker dude named Steve Austin, and he thought <laughs> he, he thought he was God's gift to guitar players. And oh, he's boy. like, oh, I'm so good. And I mean, he he wasn't the coolest dude around. And then I was like, you know what? I want to learn guitar. He's like, oh yeah. And I was like, yeah. So I made it a point to be better than him and surpassed him. You've been pretty, petty since you're young. Yeah, I'm sur- sur- surpassed him. Petty. Thankfully, that's yeah. not petty. That's motivation. That's what that is. He well, is driven. Uh, yeah, I was like, you know. So and the thing was, is like my mom and my dad were. They both knew. Like my dad saw Creed. Like at a college show, mm-hmm. like before they were before known. they broke, yeah, yeah. Uh, my mom, it was at Ozfest and stuff. Like before I even knew who it was. I already love your mother. Yeah, like she, she's, she's a biker lady for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I used to go to all. I'm, I'm old, so I'm like 46. So I've been to all the yeah. Ozfest. So I'm right there with her. So that that's the kind of the beginning of it. But then there's like there's this weird shift that happened because uh, I'm from Ohio and there's like a lot of churches and a lot of like that's like this was during when like the Christian metal scene was starting to develop yeah so I got into bands like Zayo, you know, Project 86, and then I like, still have Project 86 CDs in my house. They're at the I time when they came out, I was just like, whoa, yeah, because like, they were something completely different. And they were, nobody knew they were a Christian band yeah, until somebody yeah, I mean, like went, hey, guess what? They're a Christian band. And we were like, what? It, well, his poetic structure was amazing. Yeah. I, I have his book. Like, it's yeah, that as, good. as do I. Yeah, it's it was ridiculously good. And when I see him live, I'm just like. Wow. So, you know, it's like that. And then like uh, anything from Tooth and Nail or Solid State Records or Face Down Records, you know, just like that. And then I end up actually starting once I had like my first band, uh, we started playing shows with a lot of them in their early on in their careers. Mm-hmm. So like we got to see them and kind of blossom along with them. Yeah, grow along with them. And then it just kind of kept going from there. The the real ticket, which is two bands in particular, and this is where all the Southern stuff kicks in. Okay. Was Maylene and the Sons of Disaster and the Showdown. Interesting. And that's like when I first heard Maylene, because like someone's like, oh, yeah, he's doing a country metal project. I'm like, what? <laughs> what is that? Wait, what's that even mean? Yeah. So I'm on like pure volume and that was still a thing. And I was listening to the track and I was just like, wow, this is this is actually pretty cool, you know? Because <laughs> like I, I've always been a Pantera fan as well, yeah. but I'm not like a diehard get a tattoo, have every dime guitar there is type guy like i just disgraceful yeah <laughs> you know, you know Absolutely I, not. I, I listened to it and i absorbed it all right and like now i've actually looking back realized how much i actually took from his playing style without like really thinking about it and i it. think you, you hit it right on the head using the word absorb yeah because when you do that i mean you know you don't even realize what it is that's influencing you but it's yeah. like okay it gets in there and then pretty soon you start thinking the same yeah. direction and start writing the same direction yeah it's for all the southern with them and and then Maylene and then the showdown. It's like all that Southern elements just because I, lo- I love the blue scales and I love just like thrash metal and just like putting it's so it all fun together. too because I mean, in both of you guys two talk with the, the, the Texas blues background, blues is very technical. Yeah. To sit there and watch like Stevie Ray was by far the best ever, but he came from guys like John Lee Hooker and Helen Wolf and, and yeah. all of these old school dudes that, you know, nobody played like that. Nobody played yeah. like and that. It's, and it's then all of, the of a sudden box. it's like you sit there and you watch them and you actually watch how fingers are moving and it's just like, yeah. you know? You, you have to 
be able to not think. Because like a lot of classically trained guitar players, it's it's very structured, it's very yes. in the box, you know. And, and I mean, it's very technical. mathematical. Yeah, and it's like with with the blues, it's and just like the southern stuff that we play. Like you gotta feel it. Yeah, I, and it's like it looks crazy, it looks intense, but I'm not even thinking. I'm yeah. just I'm just going. And that's the way it should be. Because when you, I mean, to me, when you start involving math into stuff, it's like yeah, eh, it's not as <laughs> We're fun from anymore. The South. We ain't got time for yeah. that. Right. <laughs> we don't do maths here. <laughs> we don't do maths. That's awesome though. It's a, it's a great blend so far. So now that brings us over to you. And so we got to know if you're the, are you like the crazy duck out here? Are you going to throw something at me that's completely just off the grid from what these guys have said? I'm glad you went to Brandon first because mine kind of is more like his, I guess. Um, My parents, my dad was always listening to like oldies. Mm -hmm. That's always the only thing I listened to. Uh, My mother growing up was, um, you know, in like the 80s country was what she listened to. So, uh, and you know, my, my brother and I, uh, my brother's three years older than me. Uh, we couldn't stand it. So, <laughs> but, uh, our older cousin, um, he was quite a bit older than us, but he got us into the, the Christian contemporary music, like okay. know, Petra and Michael W. Smith and he things like one. that. So I, you know, <laughs> I was like oh, really young back then. So it was like, you know, that's kind of what kind of got on, you know, it kind of stuck to me. Petra was like my favorite band for a very long time. And then when I discovered Striper, uh-huh. oh my, I was in like Everything changed. fifth and sixth grade. I was, I was into Striper like crazy. Um, and then um, I just, I just kind of got into heavier and heavier things um, all within the Christian music scene. Kind of, uh, I got into things like that were in on like uh, REX records out of Nashville, uh, intense records, things like uh, Deliverance and Vengeance Rising. And then, I'm and then of course, very big band, um, The Crucified, was a, a big influence on me. They were sort of like ahead of their time in a, uh-huh. like a punk metal type blend. So that was my, uh, that was like all through high school, I was into things like that, um, getting into heavier and heavier things, you know, thrash and death metal. It wasn't until I was in high school, really, to where I really kind of got like a, a bug for, for like punk rock. And um, I, I kind of started to appreciate punk rock through hardcore. Yeah. Um, so like Brandon mentioned, I, I had gone to a Christian music festival in 94 called Cornerstone. No longer, they don't do it anymore, but it was really awesome. And uh, that was right when the Tooth and Nail Solid State record labels were starting mm-hmm. up. And uh, and so um, they were, you know, hardcore bands and things like that, that I, you know, were just all brand new to me. And, uh, you know, there wasn't a lot of thinking going on. <laughs> not mathy, not mathy at all. <laughs> I was like, there's no guitar solo in this song. What's no, going on? Like, you just need the three chords. That's all. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so I I kind of got the bug for like uh, hardcore and punk rock there. And uh, I kind of feel like that's where my heart is in a lot of ways still. Um, but um, I guess a while back, I've got, I kind of got into, um, you know, the roots of the punk rock and hardcore stuff. You know, I've got into things like Sick of It All and Agnostic Front. Keep you know, coming. Those are two of my favorites. I'm a huge <laughs> Misfits fan. Yes. Uh, I love Danzig's work, all of Danzig's work. Um, Black Flag. I love Black Flag. Sex Pistols. Um, I'm not a huge. Ramones. I'm not. I, I love the Ramones. I love Ramones. I'll give you a pass on the Sex Pistols. They had one album. <laughs> yeah. And they imploded. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> So uh, you know, and I just love the um, the attitude. Yeah. Um, the uh, that's just something that I just I just feel like I really resonated with. Um, I didn't ever really get in. I, you know, country was never something for me until I discovered. Um, I, I started to have kind of a, a love for Johnny Cash um, after moving to the South because I'm originally from Baltimore area. And then when I discovered Hank Williams the Third, that's when I really started to kind of understand and appreciate that outlaw country. Yeah. And, um, and then I sort of, I really got into like, you know, Hank Sr. and, and uh, other things. Which um, is bizarre because, you know, if you listen to Hank 3, people that don't know, like he'll do a show and he'll do half old school stuff like his grandpa did. Yeah, yeah. And then he'll do a punk rock half. The weird thing is, is even when he's doing the punk rock things, he still sounds exactly like his grandpa. It's, it's almost creepy. It's almost creepy. Like, yes. you know, Junior doesn't sound that way. No. But no. Hank 3 sounds exactly like Senior. And it's just like, wow, okay. Like kind of mixed goosebumps and skin a little bit, but in a good way. I think it's yeah, kind of cool. I was lucky. Luckily, uh, I was able to see him at the exit in. Nice. And, ago, and to so. me, Johnny Cash. I mean, you were talking about punk rock. It's an attitude. Johnny Cash yeah. was the original punk rocker, in my opinion. Yeah, and because that's... it wasn't about what he was singing. It was it was everything. It's like I'm, you know, rebelling just even wearing all black. When yeah. somebody said you dress like you you're going to a funeral, well, maybe I am. Maybe I am right. <laughs> maybe I am. You know, so. Music from your backyard, but damn, it's a big yard. It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight on C97.5. Everything that rocks. 
Region on Z97.5, The Pleading, with their latest Runaway. Keep up with the band on Facebook. They have been popping up with lyric videos all over the place, so all of their songs are coming together with a lyric video. They're also currently looking to book some spring and summer shows, so as soon as they get something on the books, I will be sure to share it with you. In the meantime, very excited to share the news about the resurrection of Iron Glide. It has been a long ass time since I've heard anything out of these guys. Uh, more or less, JD is the one that's left standing. Everyone has gone their separate ways. There's three new members in the band. Julian, Billy Bob, and Isaac. 
don't have any new music yet, but I have been told they are working on it. We're going to work on getting the guys in for a show and an interview and uh, the ability to hear what this brand new Iron Glide lineup sounds like. In the meantime, yes, we got to settle for a throwback track, but I'm okay with that, and hopefully you will be too. Where it all began for me with Rock Around the Region and Iron Glide, this is Warrior. Discussion of bus in this automatic combustion from gunpowder, mixed thousand bodies dropping. 
around the region on Z97.5. That is Head Trauma with American Greed. And big congratulations to the gentleman who just released a brand new video for that song on Friday afternoon. So you can check it out not only on the band's Facebook page, it's on mine as well. And biggest congratulations that it looks like they did it in a warehouse and didn't destroy somebody's backyard like they did for the typo video. <laughs> but great job, gentlemen, and congratulations on, on your new video. I am Samantha Knight. We got just a couple of tracks left for this week, one of them being brand new for Lights of Marfa, from Lights of Marfa, but it's not Lights of Marfa's song. I will explain when Rock Around the Region returns on Z97.5. Clarksville's conversation is your opportunity to get to know the people who make Clarksville, Montgomery County a special place to call home. Check out the latest episode. We've got Ryan Bowie from the Roxy. If it's not about the community for me, why do people want to come? I'd rather people have a positive vibe or, hey, I saw Gallagher there. You know, hey, I went to the Austin P football signing thing there. and They've never come to see anything else. That's fine. Mm-hmm. At least they've gotten in the doors. Yeah. Clarksville's conversation. Download it on your favorite podcasting app or go to clarksvillenow.com the great outdoors are calling if you have a passion for hunting fishing or boating we want you join us at the mid-south shooters hunting and fishing expo brought to you by cno marine today the Wilma rudolph event center will be filled with everything you need to enjoy the outdoors see live animals go fishing and meet national acts visit tuckaseeoutdoors.com to see all the activities that's tuckaseeoutdoors.com You don't walk blindfolded across streets during rush hour, juggle flaming axes, or tease hungry grizzly bears. Those things could kill you. So why keep using tobacco? Because quitting tobacco is hard. But here's some good news. You don't have to do it alone. Quit Now Kentucky is with you every step of the way. For free help quitting, text QUITKY to 797979 or go to quitnowkentucky.org. And stay away from hungry grizzly bears. Discover Discover new bands now. Rock around the region on C97.5. Everything that rocks.
rock around the region on Z97.5. Guerrilla Warfare taking on CCR's Fortunate Son. I like that one a whole lot. A big thanks to the gentlemen who were my guests last week. Now, again, this week, thanks to I Am The Law. I can't believe it took us like a year to hook up. And we've got more to talk about. So we'll get more into uh, the band's writing and recording and actually even a new album that they're already working on next week on the program with part two with I Am The Law. Thank you so much for tuning in and checking out the program and supporting local, regional, and unsigned and even some signed artists from around here. I do appreciate it. I have fun spending Sunday night with you and getting you plugged into all kinds of new stuff. As always, if you got questions, comments, concerns, you know of a band that I need to be aware of, hit me up. You can find me on Facebook or you can drop me an email. It is Samantha at Z975.com. This band disappeared from the light for a while and they are back with a few new members. Going to, of course, work on getting them into the studio so we can find out what's going on. A couple of weeks ago, I got a brand new song and this week I've got yet another new one, but it is a cover. Talking about Lights of Marfa out of Nashville. And they tackle Brian Adams, I think, better than Brian Adams does. See for yourself. This is how we wrap up Rock Around the Region tonight with Run to You, Lights of Marfa on Z97.5.